Weekdays starting at 4 on NBC4. Another school year with so much uncertainty. News 4 is working for you, dedicating important coverage to keeping kids safe at school. Helping you navigate the biggest issues facing parents, children, and teachers. And giving you expert guidance from local doctors and educators. And showing you ways to manage stress weekday afternoons starting at 4. We'll help you get through the school year safely. Weekdays starting at 4 on NBC4. We're working for you. All right, y'all. We're about to get into our review right now. I know a lot of people are asking, where doing that, man? Yeah. I want to I put my toes in the sand. Mm. People, before we get into our review for that, I need to let you know that this review and this portion of the show is sponsored by KiwiCo. Now, we're about to talk about Dune. You know, Dune, that's a... That's a that's a that's a, what they call a dense book. Intellectual. Yeah, man. Which means it's not for dense people. <laughs> it ain't. It is not for the stupid out there. You think so? I think so, man. Mm. Now, Dune is what they call one of them smart books. You know, uh, uh, not like you know, comic books. No, not like them funny books or anything like uh, that. No, this is this is deep. It's dense. It's not detailed. like Batman. No, not like no, not like Batman. Well, Batman's cool, but uh, there's nothing Batman in there. But no, man. <laughs> nah, you know. It ain't for dumb people. Mm. I, I know a lot of y'all grew up reading these books because you ain't dumb. And some of y'all, you're so smart, you got smart kids now. Which means that you don't want them playing with any old dumb toy out there. Right. Any old stupid toy. No, you want them playing with toys. And you want them involved in projects that actually exposing the concepts of things like, I don't know, science, technology, oh. engineering. Oh, Math. Oh, my type of language. The arts. The arts? Everything that you're not. So, <laughs> so you don't want to play with these toys, but if that is your kid, <laughs> send them over to KiwiCo. KiwiCo, they make toys and they make projects that define the future of play by making it engaging, oh. enriching, and, hey, not just fun, but seriously fun. People... Uh these toys come in and these projects come in. They come in crates. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, and with these, I think they have eight subscription lines of crates, each catering to a different age group, each catering to a different topic. And it's not, you know, you hear me saying kids. It's not just for the kids out there. Well, I don't know, some big kids out there. Let's just say from kids, I don't know, from four to kids to the age of 99 or 100 years old. That's some for, old kids. For them old-ass kids <laughs> out there. Old-ass like kids. Like me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I tell you, and I'm just waiting to do this, but here's... Oh, you here's, got some. Yeah, here's one of the crates that they sent me. And so this one... Now, the, I, I tell you, the next time that you see me bring KiwiCo up, you're going to see me with these... Let me see right Can here. I guess which one is that one? What is it? Is that the one about the headphones? That's the headphones. Oh, God. Yes, I seen that one. I want to do it so bad. Yeah, well, you can't do it with me because I already told my wife I do. But next time I come on here, you're going to see me working with, or, or, you're going to see me wearing these headphones, sitting up here bobbing my head to something. Yeah. And the best thing about it, it's the headphones that I built. But, you know, that's That's the, great. They have other things out there. Like I said, you know, this is all, all the way from science to engineering to math, and they have art projects here like oh. silk screening. Uh, this is something where you can take a design, actually put it on a backpack, and 
Wear your design with you, man. That's great. If you have a kid that, you know, is into graphic design or graphic arts and you want to see if he has an interest, that's a great beginner's tool. Well, here's another thing. So you're pushing your kids into, like, when they think we're talking about STEM, you you got to make your kid a scientist. you got to make your kid an engineer. You know, but that's true. But think about it this way. What if you're training your kid to be an entrepreneur? Yeah. What if the kid starts doing silk screening and says, you know what? You know what, Mom? You know what, Dad? I can actually one day... Just mass produce this and do this for a living. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Oh. oh, the claw. Yeah, that. That's too smart for you. Here, you can have it. Right there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. She looks like a smart kid I right draw there. A claw. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wanted wow. that one. You can go around and grab people in the ass with that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. right. Look at that. Advertise it right there. You look like somebody that was raised on smart things like this. Is that because of the glasses or? Everything, the whole package. Okay, the whole package. Okay. <laughs> the whole package. I just want to clear that out. Yeah, people. So, tell you what you do. You subscribe to this and you get a different crate every month tailoring to your needs. You can see this girl right here. She's aiming for the neighbor's house with this. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you start wildfires. Yeah. <laughs> this is nah. for not giving me any candy on Halloween. <laughs> nah, man. But here's what you do. You can start getting your crates now. And you can start by, first of all, go to KiwiCo.com forward slash double toasted and get 50% off your first month. Once again, that is KiwiCo.com forward slash double toasted. Put that in. Tell them double toasted sent you. And you get your first crate for 50% off that first month. Uh, And I'm going to spell this for you. KiwiCo is K-I- W-I-C-O dot com forward slash double toasted. You got some smart kids. Might as well buy some smart projects and toys for them. You know what? It's real cool that people go now and they order their packages because of the whole problem they're having with shipping and embargoes. People want to get a head start on holiday shopping, and that's a great gift. Well, there you go. This is the, Wow, man. Look at you. Look at you. You must have. Give me that. You know what? You are smart. You deserve Yay. that right there. Hey, where you been? What are you doing? You just sitting there just looking pretty. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. You deserve that. You're smart. You you earned that right there. Thank you. You must have been playing with these things the whole time. Maybe. Yeah. Be like Carlos. Get, or get your kids to be like Carlos. Sign up for KiwiCo. Start getting toys and projects that engage kids today and brighten their future. All right. I want to thank KiwiCo for sponsoring and supporting this part of the show. And I also want to thank you out there, as always, for your support. Thank you very much. And now, let's get on with our review. Right now, I'm looking at the chat. And the chat is already trying to guess what we're going to give this. Now, I'm the only one Mm. that reviewed this. We'll talk about Carlos's role here in a little bit. But they say that, and let's see if you predicted this right. What rating will they give Doom? 56% says matinee. 29% says full price. 14% says better than sex. 1% a rental. And nobody thought that we would say that this is some old bullshit. Well, are you right? Let's go ahead and get into it and see. Now, I tell you, when it comes to Doom, I know a lot of people who are associated with Doom one way or another. I know that a lot of people, they've seen that crazy-ass David Lynch doing out there. <laughs> a poison has been introduced into your body through fire. 
by milking this this smooth little cat body. What the fuck is that? Okay, the, a lot of people saying that ain't the Dune I know, but a lot of people have seen this Dune right here. That's David Lynch doing what he wants to do. That's David it's, Lynch being David not, Lynch. It's not in the books. It's not ain't, in the books. Y'all, whoever's reading the book, ain't no, ain't no cat, ain't no rat in the lab coat over here. Yep. That <laughs> was a, him. But a lot of people, and even I would say for a lot of people who say, oh, I've seen Dune. Actually, you have not seen Dune if you've seen it. You ain't seen Dune in its truest form. You've Whoa. seen that Dune, but you ain't seen the Dune. No, I've seen the Dune. I know you have, but we ain't talking about it. <laughs> I even know some people who have seen that documentary about an even crazier Dune yep. movie being made. Uh, what is it? J Jadowowski's Dune. Uh, yes, Dune. 3,000 drawings. I shoot the picture. Point of view. Movement of the camera. Crazy. Dialogue. Designing the spaceships, the clothes, the whole look of his world. The castle. Open the mouth. <laughs> the spaceship came in the tongue. You know, it's probably best that that never got made right there. He's talking about tongue and spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe. Unique vision. Probably best that we did not see that go through. There's even people out there who have seen that Dune TV show that was on sci-fi. Yeah. You know, but I realize that I've hardly spoken to anyone. And seriously, you know, I, I've seen the books everywhere, but I realize I've hardly spoken to anyone no, that has actually read the, read the books. Yep. Now, I did know someone uh, 20 years ago. I knew someone 20 years ago who actually read the books and then... There's Boom, Carlos. Yes. Then there's you. And I'm going to tell you something. Since you have read the books, from my limited experience with Dune, I can honestly say that Dune fans are the nerdiest fucking people that I know. They're worse than Star Wars fans. They, Trekkies and Star Wars fans, don't have, no. they ain't got shit on. You doonies out there. <laughs> yeah, they Listen, got nothing on you. I love Dune. I read it, and I have my issues with the book, and I'll get to it later. Yeah. But I cannot stand when people go out on Doom and just nerd the fuck out. Like you did? Well, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, come on. Let me tell y'all what he did. Now, when I talk about people nerd out on Dune, that dude that I hung out with 20 years ago, that dude, in his spare time at work, because I, I worked with him at this animation studio. This is a true story. In his spare time, he was always making Dune doodles. Yeah. He was always talking about spice and seven herbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He even spoke in the made-up language in the, in, in the book, yep. man. Like, I thought, he was, I thought he had learned Arabic. You know, some <laughs> shit that you can actually use here on Earth. <laughs> no, that motherfucker was around speaking Dune talk. <laughs> you know, the whole shit you do. You know, I was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And he would actually speak to people like, we, like we're supposed to care and know what he's saying. Yeah. That dude right there, I don't think that there's a person out there that could beat him. And they can't. No. But you, Carlos, you came close. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, I, I called him up today and he said, hey, you want to come to my Dune party? I'm like, no, I don't want to go to your goddamn Dune party. <laughs> I do have a party, a, a private gathering of me and my closest friends that love Dune. Yeah. yeah, we're going to see it. A Dune-themed costume party. And I said, he asked me if I wanted to go. I was like, hell no, I don't want to go to that nerdy shit. I said, I got a, I got a Batman party to go to. <laughs> said, I got a real party to go to. <laughs> said, I got an invitation from the Dark Knight. <laughs> I got an appointment with him. <laughs> nah, man. I'm lying, man. I actually, I might come to your party. I man, might. you should. You should. You know what? If I can find like a, 
air conditioning coil big enough to come as a dress up as a worm. <laughs> One of them sandworms on my head. <laughs> I might come dressed up in that. That would be amazing. <laughs> come in with just body wrapped up in a tube. I might do that, man. Might do that. But, um, you know, I thought it'd be great, it would be great to bring you on mm-hmm. because since everybody's out of town and got migraines and I'm the only one here that has seen this, I did think that since you are one of two people that I've actually engaged yeah. with that has talked to, to me about doing yeah, a yeah. lot from the source of the books, yep. I thought, why not have you come on here, man, and, uh, and I can give you, uh, I can talk about the review, I can give you my impressions, you can keep me on track because, as we said, this is dense material right here. Too dense sometimes, too much. Too dense sometimes. So, you know, you can give me your impressions from a noob like me of the movie, from my review, and also... Just keep my ignorant ass in track. Like I said, the book Dune was for a very special group of people, meaning smart. What about dumbasses like me? You How would it appeal to me? The common man. You keep using the word smart, and I truly believe it's a book for everybody. It's just not an easy read. And that's why I have not read it. That's why, <laughs> that's why I waited for the movie. Yeah. And that is why I'm going to give you the review right now. For somebody like me, Pretty much a noob at this. Does it work? They've tried to bring it to the screen before, big and small, with uh, mediocre to terrible results. Did they finally get it right this time for everyone out there? Let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer for Dune, and we'll be back with my review. My planet Arrakis is so beautiful when the sun is low. Rolling over the sands, you can see spice in the air. The outsiders ravage our lands in front of our eyes. Their cruelty to my people is all I've known. What's to be? Okay, can I can I can I, can I, can I tell you something? What's up? Anytime there's something about the desert, whether it's on this planet or another planet, that woman is always there. <laughs> is that the theme song for every desert out there? <laughs> She's everywhere. If you got sand, you got her. Yep. Make her this sand all in her ass and everything. But she's there. <laughs> to a point that it's a cliche. It's a cliche. It's a cliche. Yeah. We, every time we get sand, we don't need that woman. I'll tell you what, that's one critique I had about that. Yeah. But uh, it does work. It, yeah, it's worked a few hundred times before, too. <laughs> I'm just saying. Our world. <gasps> a boy. <laughs> Duncan, can I trust you with something? Yes, always. You know that. I've been having dreams about a girl on Arrakis. <laughs> I don't know what it means. Dreams make good stories. But everything important happens when we're awake. Yeah, you. Put on some muscle? I did? No. <laughs> okay, somebody being ch- childish in the, in the chat. They said, Duncan needs nuts. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. We try to be... This is a serious film right here. Come on, now. Stop that. <laughs> We are a house of Trades. There is no call we do not answer. There is no faith that we betray. Smile, Gurney. I am smiling. The Emperor asks us to bring peace to Arrakis. House of Trades accepts! 
I know you. There's something awakening in my mind. You need to face your fears. Come with me. You need to be ready. You never met Harkness before. They're not human, they're brutal. The Duke's son sees too much. This is I do. Kill them all. God in heaven. Get everything with guns off the ground! Go! This is an extermination. They're picking my family off one by one. Let's fight like demons. I'm not the future of House Atreides. A great man doesn't seek to lead. He's called to it. But if your answer is no, you'll still be the only thing I ever needed you to be. My son. If anything happens, will you protect Paul? With my life. Only together can we stand a chance. description for this man what was as, I was, as I was watching this somebody came out and it was a great description they said that this was Star Wars for adults I thought that that was great but at the same time I'm like you know what but being an adult is not always fun yeah. <laughs> you know that's that's why we watch Star Wars so that we can just feel like big kids escapism escapism yep. until they start to suck <laughs> so maybe it's time to grow up maybe Dune is just what we need right now you know because I'm not a big fan of the Star Wars movies and what they're doing. So if we can get something from some good source material, which I haven't read this, but apparently this is awesome. If you're, you know, if you're into like world building sci-fi. Yes. And so, you know, I'm going to go with this, man. And this is very mature. You know, and in and, 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 and the nature of, our, of its seriousness. Because, yep. they they, man, they had taken this very serious. It's like Game of Thrones in space. Without all those childish titties and blood. You know what I mean? Like, they are very straight up trying to get into some storytelling here. And I appreciate that they've made this pretty much, I don't know, digestible for everybody out oh, there. Mm-hmm. I, listen, as much as they're talking about how, the way people are talking about how dense these books are, yeah. including the first one. You know, because everybody's talking about that, that these books are the size of bricks, man. You know, you've gone to a friend's house who bought, who bought Dune or was a fan of Dune. You never talked about it, but the book was there, and that shit was just weighing down the shelf. You know, the shelf was ready to fall apart. Those things are big as bricks. You could build a house with fuck with these books, man. Yep. They're plentiful and big. Yes, they are. And they're talking about how, you know, the stories are so dense that even when you're reading them and you're getting everything, you still have to go to the 
to the back of the glossary you, in the book. You need an appendices to read it. Yeah, the book has the book has a has its own has own has its own index has its own glossary. It's on appendix. It's on appendix. Yes. Even the Bible ain't got all that shit. There's only one other book that has the same level of detail. And what is that? The Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. It's the only other one that I can and call. And this probably memory. has a beat, right? Yes. It yeah. has a very much beat in complexity. Well, everybody's talking about how, you know, even the people who love this, they can't even understand what's going on. So they got to refer to the book itself that's in their hands. Yep. And so to this movie's credit, man, I have to say that I was surprised how... I don't want to. I don't want to simplify, but it was easy to follow the plot. Perfect. Yeah, man. Like, listen, if you watch, if you can keep up with Game of Thrones. You can keep up with Doom the movie. Ooh. You know what I mean? It's the same shit, man. Pretty much. And I'm not saying that like they're ripped. Of course, it's, Dune is 1967. Frank Herbert. You know, this is when it came out. So if anything, 1965. Is it 65? 65. I thought it was 67. Because it's the first book to win the Nebula Award in 65 and then 66. If I'm not mistaken. You fucking nerd. Anyway, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I told his ass before. I said, "You nerd out. Don't sorry. you dare nerd I'm out." Sorry. And look at him. Actually, 1965. It was the first. But no, that's why I have you here. That's why I have you here to keep me on course, man. Seriously, y'all, if you can keep up with all the backstabbing, all the houses, all of the stories that have gone on in addition to Game of Thrones, if you can keep up with Lord of the Rings, there's no reason why you can't keep up with Dune, man. Awesome. It's the, it's, it's the same powers and struggles that we see in all these things. And that's what it is. People... Fighting over power. power. It's the eternal struggle. That is it, man. Except this time, the power is that spice. Ooh. Snapping to the spice. Mm. All right, calm your ass down. <laughs> <laughs> I got spice all up your ass. Yeah. Nah, man. You know, if you want to know the uh, the plot of this, I mean, to, to, to break it down for you in a way that I didn't think I'd be able to break it down, but I, I wrote this down just to make sure, and you tell me if I'm wrong here, I'm... just to make sure I had it right. Because it is complicated. I mean, it's not simple, but it's not hard to follow. Um, also, what's that? Remember that they split this, the book is split into two parts. This yes. is part one. This is part one. So let's be very clear that, you know, there's also a part two that's going to be in development so that it helps the narrative. Well, we'll see about that. That's one of the things I'm cautious about with oh. this. But, so as I said, the eternal struggle struggle of power in this, str what am I, Medea Strager? Strager. It's the eternal struggle of power. Uh, this right here. The power being spice, the most valuable resource in this world, this 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 universe. Mm -hmm. Without this, the intergalactic travel they tell you in the movie would not be possible. Okay. And yeah. they had to travel all around because it's just like Star Wars. You know, they're trading with different planets and whatnot. But hold on, <laughs> you know, characters that we follow. Well, first of all, there's Paul, played by Timothy Chalamet. He's of House Atreides, and he's being groomed to lead his people. Meanwhile, his parents, they're trying to do the right thing, man. They, you know, they're trying to raise their kid, but at the same time, they're trying to make peace with the planet of Arrakis. Uh, Ara Arrakis. Arrak and they said, no, I got an R at the end of this. Arrakis. <laughs> and I got a hard R. <laughs> Arrakis. You can call the planet Dune. Okay, plan, well, I'm going to go by what the book says, a racker. 
Awesome name. <laughs> and we have Duke Leto, Atreides, and his concubine here. Not his wife, but his side chick right over here. His side yeah. piece, Lady Jessica. But they're trying to make peace with this planet because, first of all, they want you know let's not play. They want that spice. You know they they got they got something value that they a value that they want there. But at the same time, it's just the right thing to do on this planet. They feel like they're being uh, exploited, and so they want to make sure that there's something in it for them. And also, they get to keep their spice, and they can keep accessing the planet as long as they want to. But there's always some asshole, always who wants to just. Keep fucking up the program. And that would be, you know, the, you have the villainous, what are they, the Harkonnens? Harkonnens. Harkonnens. Yeah. Harkonnens. Harkonnens, led by Stellan Starsguard in a sweaty fat suit. He plays a dude named, and this is, this is, if this is not a, a, a reflection of the times, I don't know what it is. We're talking about 1965, 67, whatever. Uh, his name is Vladimir. Yep. So you know that <laughs> even in space, the Russians are evil. Evil. Uh, like all villains, they want everything, man. They don't want to make peace. They don't want to give. They, you know, they don't want to share. They want it all. They have beef. They have beef, and they have, and they, you know, they want it all, and they want it with violence. Yep. And they threaten to ruin all the gains towards peace that House Atreides has worked hard to achieve. And Dune, and with this planet here, oh, and. uh Let's not forget those big ass uh, sandworms too. They they're not really making things easier. Either. They're staple. Yeah, yeah, and they're badass too, man. Yeah, they're awesome. That I will tell you this. That's a uh, that was a uh, there's a lot of cool effects here, man. There's a lot of scope. There's a lot of spectacle in there, and I watched this on IMAX, and I was pretty Ooh. amazed, man, at what shit that worm walk popped out. I got up and ran. <laughs> <laughs> shit, that worm filled the screen, man. And I thought it was amazing. Uh, you know, I would say that only when it gets into like the deep political stuff, man, only when it gets into like some real hard jargon, only when they get like into some real, only, only when they get into like the, like the, the, the real deep business of, mm -hmm. uh, of, of, of their going on since when, it, that's when I start to tune out. That, beef, that's when it got dry to me. The beef between the houses. Yeah. I mean, because. You know, you got the basics. You know, I don't, I don't like you. You don't like me. Let's work it out. Let's go at it. I don't give a fuck. You know what you want to do. But then they get into the politics, yep. and the politics that is dry. That's where they bring in all the detail from the from from the the books. But it's not overwhelming. Okay. I mean, either you're into it because you love this kind of sci-fi, you love the books, or you're gonna tune out, man, because you know I don't give a shit. Where that worm at? All right. When when is the next big? action set piece and they do have that here yeah but i didn't feel lost okay you know i can i can say that i didn't feel too lost at all man um that said man i gotta i have to be honest and say that it's you know i'm, I'm heaping praise on this but that said i understood the story maybe the small parts that i didn't all right but i like the world more than i do the story itself yep you know, uh, the story. While I understand it, it's it's a it's it's a very familiar story. Yep. I mean, you know, uh, it's it was funny though. Now I know this is the head of Star Wars. When I say familiar, I mean it was crazy how much I noticed. So I noticed what George Lucas took shit from Star. You stole that shit, man. You're a thief. No, I was. 
I was influenced. No, you stole that shit, man. Wow. So they yeah, did. man. Star Wars. I was looking at this, and that. Listen, I, I know he was influenced by that, but it was just in, interesting to see the the the, uh, the uh, uh, all of the all the stuff that he was heavily influenced by. I mean, you know, when I look at this, man, it's it, the the character of Paul. It's, He's Luke. Luke. Yes. I mean, Luke, they even, I don't know how, I don't know how detailed the visuals are in the book, but y'all know when Luke is standing on those horizons, looking at the sunset on the sand, Paul doing the same Damn. shit, man. <laughs> Paul is doing the same thing. You know, uh, uh, <laughs> you have uh, the space politics like you do in, uh, in, which got way heavy by the time we got to episode in one. In the prequels. In the prequels. Yep. Yeah, they felt so similar, man. Uh, man, there's even the force. The force is... No, before the force, it was the voice. The voice caused by the spice. Caused by the spice. They yep. they actually in the movie have, these are not the drawers you're looking for a moment. I was like, I'll be damned. I felt stupid. All this time, I thought it was Star Wars. <laughs> I said, I should have I sh- I read this book, man, long ago. Yeah, the whole thing about Star Wars is... A simplification of Dune, and it's very streamlined. Yeah, and with yeah. more action. That's pretty much it. And you know what? And that's what it is. I said before. You know, it comes back to that comparison. Uh, you know, uh, Dune is Star Wars for adults. Yep. Or Star Wars is Dune for you know the ma- the, 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 the 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 mainstream. I don't like using that comparison specifically because Star Wars can be so much more entertaining than Dune itself. Because there's yeah, yeah. a nice pace into it, and it was mm-hmm. designed to be a movie. Doom was always designed to be a book, not a movie. You're right, you, man. You, that's 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 actually really cool, Carlos. Like, you're right. Yeah. Star Wars, while influenced by a book, Dune, it was written as a movie. Yeah. Dune was never written to be a movie. It was never. never. It was never meant to be translated. So if they had a hard time translating, that's because it was never meant to go to the screen in the first place. Yep. Which is why I have to like applaud this movie for making access making it accessible to me. Awesome. I mean, you know, that's I really, man. I. It might not work one hundred percent, but wow. You did pull me in this world. You know, because it's with me saying that that uh. With me saying that I love the 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 the. That I love the story more than the world. That's actually kind of a, a, a criticism and a compliment. Because, and I'll tell you why it's a compliment. Because, you know, here's the compliment for it. Now, you mean you, you love the world more than the story. I think you said it the other way around. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, mean, I love the world more than the story. Yeah. Thank but, you. That's why I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like my secretary. Yeah. Oh, sir, you said you want to love the world more than the story. I just want to make a correction. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Do you have my 2 o'clock meeting ready? <laughs> yes. I'll where's, have a cup of coffee. Yeah, I was okay. going to say, where's the coffee? <laughs> uh, you know, I'll, uh, the, the director here, this is what I'm going to tell, I'm gonna have to help get you to help the, me out. Yeah, here. pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, what's his name? Oh, God, I even butcher Dennis, it. Dennis yeah. Villanueva? Villanueva. Villanueva. Denny Villanueva. Villanueva. He says, please, get to my name right. I'm a serious director. <laughs> yeah, he's in a, one of the, our best directors in our modern time. I make serious art. <laughs> He does. I don't think I've seen his teeth in any pictures. All that he sees smile one bit. Nope. I'm a very serious artist. Right <laughs> but man, I'm gonna tell you. Here's the compliment: this director and the writers, they took the density of that book, they took the fine details of that book, 
And what they did with that, man, is amazing because where everybody was talking about it's so dense, bringing all these details, oh, people are going gonna, gonna to push people away with that. What they did here, and I'm saying this without having read the book, what they did here, they used those fine details to build a very believable alien world, man. They also were afforded the luxury of having time that nobody before them had because, again, it's been split into two parts. Yeah. You know, no, like, this is. No other movie or any medium based on Dune ever had that luxury. Even the sci-fi series didn't yeah. have that luxury. No, man. Man, I got to tell you, all of, you know, this, watching this, see, this is this is the way I would say a lot of people, if you, if you watch this and you don't think that you'll be into the story, still give it a chance. And the reason why I say that is because when I wasn't really into the story, I felt like, uh, I felt like this was a... Uh, I felt like I was on a trip in a foreign country. I felt like I was traveling to a foreign country. You know, I'm soaking up the sights, learning about the people, learning about the culture, sipping on that spice. You know, it's, it was, it was uh, something where it felt so real to me, where it's like, all right, I don't understand everything about it, but I'm learning. And the stuff I don't know, what I'm, I, I don't know about, I'm having trouble learning, well, that's what happens when you go to a foreign country, man, when you don't know everything for the first time. And it felt like that in the, in the best way. You know, I thought that that was cool. That's awesome to hear because this sets expectations. If they ever make a sequel, you will like the sequel even more. Really? I know really? for a fact. Because for the, un, un, well, if you never read Doom, you know, first half of the book is mm -hmm. the hero's journey. If you know about the hero's journey, George Lucas used that and constructed that model for the Star Wars movies, right? The second half of the book is the deconstruction of the hero's journey. Okay. And it plays with things that you already know and flips it around his head okay so i'm so happy to hear you say that because that's both a weakness but a very positive weakness if well, there's such things if you saw that in the book and you hear what i'm saying that translated to the movie man. perfectly yeah i mean i i i'm really really i i i don't know what the source material is like but i i, I can't help but think that fans will be impressed by what they see here you know uh I'm saying this is like being a tourist in a foreign country in a cool way because the art direction and those massive sets, man. Yeah. You know, there's so much that, that is computer and practical here that they create a world that just feels real, man. The director, the director and the direction made it feel immersive. You know, and these sets are incredible. It's like an H.R. Geiger without all the penises, you know, without all the phallic symbols, without all the, you know, the sexual innuendos in there. There's the one time I saw people take a real, a real good H.R. Geiger influence and not look like they were ripping off H.R. Geiger completely. The first version of Dune, uh, Jodorowsky, was supposed to have Geiger influence because Geiger was originally hired for that movie. Mm -hmm. That movie fell through and Thanks to that, uh, the writer and Geiger met, and they created Alien. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's well, how we got Alien thanks to that movie failing. That's how the original writer uh, and, and because the writer went to Ridley Scott and told him, like, listen, if you want to make this movie memorable, you need to get this designer. And they know each other because of that failed movie. Well, it's all come full circle. And if you ask me, it's come full circle. And, yep. you know, at least visually, the best way possible. Man, y'all got to listen. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing, and that's cool because it's going to be on HBO. And if you have, if you had a, if you have a great TV at home, then awesome, man. You know, watch it for that. Crank up the sound. Make sure you boost that picture. This is great. But you know, if you are a visual person, you love cinematography. Go watch this on IMAX. The thing about Denny, what's his name? Denny Whip. 
Got into your mind. I have to look at it. How, how is it? Villanueva? Nueve? Villa nueve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Said, said, Villa oh, oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. Him. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> uh, you can tell that he's a, uh, that he loves Lawrence of Arabia, man. Oh, That's yeah. probably why he wanted to direct this movie, because he wanted to direct some epic sand. <laughs> Come on, man. He just wanted to put beautiful dirt up on the big screen, and I would say Dune is his Lawrence of Arabia, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the it's an epic. Yeah, it's epic, man. I mean, you got these big empty scenes that are gorgeous. Emptiness has never been so beautiful, man. So you would say that this harkens back to the golden age of Hollywood, one movie had like an epic feel, like almost like Ten Commandments. Well, I mean, today a lot of movies have epic feel, and that that's and that's a that's a good question because I think that's what this movie captures. Because today we can make epic with the press of a button. Yeah, you CGI. know, computers and CGI's they they've they've almost taken the 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 luster off of epic, man. I know. You know what you have to do? You have to come in, and even when it's not working one hundred percent, when you have somebody who is who is so detail oriented as this director yep. when you have somebody who is so story oriented as this director you know that's what I've said like look you know we see we can make galaxies and creatures and all kind of stuff with the push of a button that you know it would take it would take a miracle to do back in the day so that's that's a dime a dozen now you know unfortunately but when you have somebody who's coming in and they are doing the kind of world building like they're doing here you don't put it on there just for spectacle you make that world for me to actually live in yep that's rare. Man, it sounds like you're describing somebody that saw the Lord of the Rings for the first time. Yeah, man. It's that kind of material where this person is in love with, with, yeah. with, the, with, with the material. And they're going to do their best to lovingly bring it to the screen. Now, some people, they do they love it too much. <laughs> and they try to put too much in there. And that is Zack Snyder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing what I want to do. You know, it's a... Nah, man. It's... it's it, 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 you, you can tell that there was a... I don't want to just create a story. I want to create something that feels tangible. That's great. And I love that, man. Now. Well, you sold me. Well, I'll tell you. Now, having said all that. What? I said, uh, now having, you know, yeah, having said all that, and I just said, you know, this is, this is like being a, a tourist or traveling to a foreign country in the best way. But I have to tell you, if I want to make that comparison, it feels like sometimes you're traveling alone and the people are really hard to talk to. <laughs> The people, you ever been someplace that's beautiful and the people just been dull as fuck? <laughs> you know, it's just, the people are just not that exciting. <laughs> They're like, wow, y'all got some cool buildings, but y'all ain't got no personality at all, man. <laughs> and that, that is where I think, I, that's where I think things kind of fall apart here for me, man. Um, you know, sadly, and I want to, man, I want to like these characters a lot, but sadly, let's start out with Paul, man. Paul Atreides. Paul Atreides, man, your main character we talked about. Look, y'all, Paul is just, to me, he's just not that interesting of a character, man. Paul, Now, don't get me wrong. I didn't say unlikable. I just said he's not that interesting. Paul's a good kid. His parents are raising him right. He's a good son. You know, I tell you what is going on. He's just, he's just mopey, man. You can tell by that Edward Scissorhand <laughs> hair he got. You know, he's, yeah. just, he's, just, he's just mopey, man. It's like he's one of those teenagers where he, you know, he's a good kid, but he's just like, God damn, man, make a decision. You know, you ask him, hey, what's going on? What do you want to do? How's it going? You want to go do something? You, hey, you want to go eat? <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's always that kind of mopey thing going on. I don't feel me. 
guess I'm not in the mood today. Mood? Yeah. What's mood to do with it? You fight when the necessity arises, no matter the mood. Now fight! Like, Jesus, this motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were just playing. That was awesome. Come on! Oh, look at Carlos over there. Yeah, just like the book. <laughs> Is that in the book? Yeah, exactly like the book. That's the best interpretation I've seen of the force field because the lights, they're using force field for practice combat. You know, that tells me something, man. This movie just needed the right time to be made with the right technology. Because like, they couldn't do this kind of no, technology back no. then to make it seem have you seen, like it is in the books. Have you seen that same scene but the David Fincher one? Yeah, uh, oh, you mean David Lynch. David Lynch, sorry. David Lynch. Have you seen the same scene? Um, Wait, it's Patrick Sword. No, I have not, but uh, I saw this cat milk scene. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you want to show it for a second. I don't have it. Because but. Jesus Christ is horrible. Well, well it's take like, your word. It's like two Lego blocks fighting. Really? It's that bad. Yeah, you know, this is... Uh, I think that this movie's helped a lot. I'm talking about how they're able to create this world, but they're able to create this world. As much as we're talking about it, excuse me, how you have CG just kind of making things just kind of feel ordinary now. They wouldn't be able to cre create this world without the technology that we have today. It would have been assisted by CG. Impossible. It would have been impossible. Yeah. It, it, okay, so it's possible, but it will have not made justice to it the vision. But, you know, the thing is, I don't know how these characters are in the book, because like I said, man, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with the characters here, because Paul... Listen, they're very close, and I saw a trailer like a hundred times, and it's almost like I imagined them in my fantasies. Okay, so... The, the, I'm sure the character or any of these characters will mean something to the people who read the book. To me, it's just Paul, he lacks personality for me, man. Especially for a character destined to be the hero. It's just, I was just kind of bored with the character. I mean, I, you know, except for scenes where he was actually doing heroic things. But, you know, the, the other thing with this character also is just, it's, it's when well, we were talking about the hero's journey. You know, he's the destined hero. He is the chosen one. He is the one that has, and I know that, again, Dune had a lot of influence on a lot of the storytelling, but, you know, he's the, he's the same character that we've seen over and over again. He's got prophetic visions of things that are going to happen in the future. I want to interrupt you so bad and say things, but I can't because everything I want to say is from the second part. Okay, well, you know what? If they yeah. make that second part, then if they great. Make, if they make it a lot of what you're saying right now, you'll be very surprised. There's where the problem with the books come in because yep. it takes so long to actually build character that this character, you don't get to, you know, you're not getting to his arc in this movie. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. There was no way of that happening. That character just go around kicking rocks. I don't know. I just am not in the mood today. <laughs> you know, I don't, I was like, God damn, get up and go to school. God damn. <laughs> It's just like, yeah, Paul was just, um, he's just not an interesting character. And the villains are even worse, man. The villains are weak. The vi like, I can give Paul a little bit because we have, you know, we have something that we see, if not progressing in this movie, we see the potential that will progress with this character. There's he's, a lot of potential. I will say fucking that. fucking villains here, man. I, I'm sorry. These villains Cookie just, cutter villains. Shit. Cookies make a better villain than this. <laughs> this. Goddamn, the Keebler Elves got more personality <laughs> than, these, than these villains up in here. Uh, the villains, weak. 
We don't know them well. All they're doing is doing what villains do. They sit in sinister, dark-ass places, talking to the underlings about their sinister plans, telling Skarsgård, Skarsgård as Vladimir. He's just sitting all day on his big ass, just trying to give orders to people while he's breathing heavy. Breathing, <laughs> and I can't imagine bathing. Bathing, bathing. yeah, just sweating. And sitting on Greasy. his ass and having trouble breathing, trying to tell people, all his underlings, what to do. Kill them. Kill them all. Yes, you know, that's the, you know, what villains do. Kill them. Kill anyone who stands in our way. You haven't said something I need to ask. Do they explain why they are like they are? Why are people? Because they're well, all human. From what I saw was the politics of they want to, you know, to struggle over the spice. No, no, but I mean, why do they look the way that they look? Why no. are there? They no. do not explain that. No, because I'm even looking at. Fuck. Because I'm look, I'm looking at a Dave Batista as the nephew of uh, the Beast, Vladimir the Beast, and he's looking like. He looking like he just came from Krypton right now. They don't like he's explain. Trying to start some they shit don't with, explain. Like he's trying to start some shit with Superman. So he like he just wanted in the wrong movie. They don't seriously explain why he looks the way that he looks. I don't recall. You don't recall? No. Damn. No, I, can, I, 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 I can give you a two cents explanation. I don't either right now. Right. No, I, I don't know. This is about the movie and ain't explaining. If it, it doesn't explain it, it's not there. It don't matter. You can it doesn't sit up matter. Why, you know what? Where were you when they were writing the script? <laughs> That's when you need to be telling people. Yeah. You need to tell me. Tell them. That's that's weak kinda... ass villains up in here, and really, Dave Batista was. I was really disappointed because Dave Batista's becoming, becoming such a you know he's, household name. Well, he's becoming a household name, and I'm enjoying his performances in, in movies. And yeah. he's just here, you know, he's just in here, you know, just pretty much. Where are they? You know, doing what a what a what a villainous henchman does. Yep. Big ass. You know, it's a. I I really was disappointed in that, and I tell you why because. If you can't make your heroes that interesting, then throw in a really cool fucking villain, man. Disney's done it for decades. Disney's done that for almost a century. Watch any old Disney movie. Watch any Disney's early animated movies. Yeah. When you watch Snow White, you might give a fuck. Snow White is the most boring person. Don't even get me started on The Prince. Who, uh, who makes that shit interesting? Maleficent. Wrong movie. Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but you were right. Yeah, Maleficent is one of them. I love the way you thought you were right. You saying this. <laughs> Maleficent. I was cool like, and everything. I got there. <laughs> you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Same idea, though. Same idea. The, 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 wick, the, the, uh, the, the, the evil queen. Oh, yeah. But uh, Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty is the one Beauty. that was It's like, you know, the prince and Sleeping Beauty. Ain't nobody care about them, man. Maleficent is the yeah. one that you see that movie for. Even a great movie that has really cool heroes like 101 Dalmatians. Cruella. Uh, the movie be cool with them, but would it really be great if Cruella wasn't such a big personality? No. If you didn't, your movie sometimes can be great if you have a villain pulling the anchor, man. And they, they, the, these villains just pull this movie down and Oof. they don't help these boring characters at all. There's some great performances in here, don't get me wrong. Y'all know I love, love, love Oscar Isaac, um, who plays, uh, Duke. Uh, uh, what's his name? The Duke. The Duke. And Duke and, Lido. Uh, yeah, man. You know, uh, they, they're. Don't get me wrong. People are moting in here. There are some characters to root for. Um, you know, I think with characters who I like, I feel like just kind of as dry as they are. I think people are going to gravitate towards some of the smaller characters. Um, <laughs> why, why are you laughing? <laughs> no, I kind of think which characters already they're going to gravitate. They have way more personality than Paul ever well, did. You already got 
the character of Duncan, who's played by Aquaman, yeah. who in this is being Aquaman. Yes, yeah! You know, <laughs> yeah, come on. You know, he's being Aquaman yeah. here. He's Aquaman on the sand. <laughs> you know, he <laughs> traded the, the water for dirt. But honestly, you need somebody like that to breathe life no. into Dune because it's so dry And sometimes. that's why I'm saying that that's why that character, people are going to gravitate towards yep. for the most right there, man. You know, uh, even Thanos, what's his name? Uh, um... Uh, you know, uh, oh my God, yeah. you, know, you know the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gert, uh, Gertie. Gertie. Uh, Gertie. Uh, I forget. Thanos also Cable. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. He, uh, the character of Gertie, people are gonna like, and that character is one dimensional, man. Yes. Uh, you know what his character is, man. That's it. <laughs> but it's the type of man that should be funny. That should be endearing. Yeah, he's always the guy's like. You know, like like the Duke is up there trying to... He's making some good progress. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you know, okay, you agree to let us come to the planet. We're going to, like, agree to, like, you know, leave you alone and stay out your way. And he's the one always... He's always the one coming up in the background. You really trust these assholes? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is... These <laughs> motherfuckers, really? You want to do that? <laughs> Not even done with this scene. And he's already talking mad shit about everybody. Yeah. Yeah, he's always the one hot-headed. Yeah. But he's, he's... He feels like he has some personality. Very... Yeah. Yeah, Josh Brolin. God damn. Yeah. Y'all forgot Josh Brolin? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I will say Goonies. <laughs> I'll say everything except his name. You should have did, man. You named everything. <laughs> Table. Goonies. <laughs> and also, here's something that you guys need to know. For uh, the people out there who are Zendaya fans, don't Oof. let that smile fool you. She's hardly in the movie. She's pretty much at the beginning narrating, and she comes in at the end narrating something. That that is so. If you was in Die Fan, you, if you ain't talking, you ain't. If you're not saying, man, I'm, I'm gonna go see Doom. If you're saying, man, I'm gonna go see the Zendaya movie. No, no. Then this is the not. This is not the movie for you because she's hardly in the film. Of course, we'll have a bigger role if they actually have another uh, another film. So, so much depends on part two. That much of the worry now. Well, that's where I'm worried myself because. There's so many good things here, but between the characters, the weak villains, and then there's the ending. But with the characters in the ending, man, this is you did not leave on a high. You did not leave. I mean, I left on a high very of, of being impressed. I thought that you know, again, the visuals were amazing. The cinematography is gorgeous, but the end of this, man, they just they just end. Yeah. And I tell you, like, there's no cliffhanger. You know, there's a. You don't. They, you, they leave with you barely caring. At least me barely, barely caring about the characters. But what got me is that they didn't want to end strong because it was almost had this attitude of like, well, <laughs> y'all be back. We got another one. Y'all gonna be back. And I'm thinking, well, is it safe to always assume because this movie, this is the movie where I really don't know how this is gonna perform. You know, I don't know if people are going to show up in the numbers that they need to show up for in order to get another another okay. chapter out of this so here's the problem they were supposed to shoot back to back but during the back to back production because i know they did some in mexico the covid 19 happened so when it happened they had to shut down second unit third unit so they only focus on the first movie so that's one of those things that if covid would have not happened we already had a sequel you know, regardless of how it performed, we were going to have a sequel. Now, because they shut down that part of the production, now it really depends on those numbers. But Warner CEO said that if it performs well on HBO, it will still get a sequel because apparently HBO does matter more than them 
then they let on. So it so it really is a matter of subscription. It's a matter of subscription. All that talk they have with movies before, because he went on the record that if mm-hmm. it performs well on HBO Max, the movie so technically it's already green light. Okay. So technically it's already green light. The whole thing is if it performs well, it's pretty much a matter of timing and budget. Well, I hope so because I mean they left really on a note that if you can, I mean if if if, if you can come in and like you said actually show me the stronger part of the story which is not this part it's not and if you can get i mean i w- i still wish whether they had a sequel planned or not whether they were going to shoot this back to back i still don't like the way they ended it man it should have ended with this is a movie okay you yeah. know i know maybe the book didn't do this but end of something where to and, and this is where we we're looking forward like damn ooh what you know the whole what you going to do now and that didn't end with the, what you going to do now? It ended with like, okay, well, that's done. So I, I'm I, disappointed by that. I was very disappointed by that. But here's a real huge praise for this movie. In addition to the huge praise I gave it earlier. A lot of people going to be talking about it. Two and a half hours. Fuck that. <laughs> I, ain't hanging out, I ain't hanging out in this dirt for two and a half hours. <laughs> All right? Well... I can only speak for myself, and I know this sounds confusing when you're talking about how it just ends, but I will say, man, two and a half hours, they ended it right at the right spot. Awesome. Because uh, if, the, if, if I, I did not feel the two and, a half, two and a half hours, and if I did start to feel it, we were ready to go. If I, I probably started like the last five minutes. I'm like, all right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. That's awesome. And they did. And, you, and, and I think the reason why is because don't I – mean, listen, and I'm just going to – you like it is man you're going to hear a lot of people geeking out over dune you're going to have you're going to hear a lot of nerds talking about dune and it's going to make you think you don't want to watch this because you're they're, they're going to be speaking in languages and talking about terms no and, they should and characters should. that you don't that you don't you're like i don't know what the hell you're saying right now you might as well be speaking chinese well i'm going to say that again this movie did had some great direction in the sense that it's paced out well the action scenes the action scenes are paced out real well, man. It, you know, because y'all know how they tease, uh, they tease those, those sandworms in here, man. Go, go, go! That's what everybody wants to see, big worm. You know, that's what everybody's waiting on. And they, have, they, they keep teasing it and teasing it and telling you about the worm. You've seen it in the, in the trailers and yeah. the commercials, but they keep talking about how big it is, how destructive it is. And even though you've seen it, that anticipation is still built till they actually get to the scene itself. And when they do that, man, you know, it pays off. They have a really cool action sequence. It's a rescue scene with a worm attack. And they have these scenes in there that are paced out. Right when it seems like things might be getting dry, things might be getting dense, bam, worm attacks. Or, boom, Game of Thrones betrayal. Oh, shit, they're attacking a base. Explosions, you know. It's there, it's, I got it paced out. All right, let's give these fans what they want. All that motherfucker's falling asleep. Action, wake his ass up, you know. So they really do pace this out well, man. Uh, so I really have to commend them for taking that book, which, again, people say is so dry, and them keeping it, uh, you know, lack of no, no pun intended, spiced up all the way through. That's that's a pun. First. No, I really did not mean to do that. I really did that's not. Fuck, I have no other words. But I'm glad to hear that because from what I'm hearing, this might be a better adaptation of Doom than the actual book. 
because the book is not perfect. The book has a lot of flaws. And even myself, I love the book for what it is. I don't think it's a perfect book. Well, that book is there for people who want to read it. That book is there for people who want to know all the details. You know, that, that book is there for people who want to go, who want to deep, deep, deep dive, you know, with this. But this movie is for the fans and the newcomers alike, man. I would say the biggest weakness of the book is the pacing and the structure of itself. It's not even the world building. And it seems to me that that was the biggest thing that they, you know, attempted to do is guide people step by step in the process because the book yeah. starts with like a hundred characters a hundred definition and you don't know what the fuck you're reading no and we, yeah, you know, you're lost hey listen we ain't meeting a hundred characters here no we okay. ain't doing all that shit you know no no we ain't you know they, they ain't speaking in, in in tongues in this all right. so no it's 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 cool now the only thing that i would say now this is and this is where i'm gonna piss some people off but i'm gonna say it anyway you know me. I'm going to speak my mind. and Always. If y'all get mad, then so be it. We've been here before. <laughs> y'all get mad at me today. We'll be friends tomorrow. You know the doghouse. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all ain't going to hate me for this, y'all, but I'm going to bring it up. We talked about how this is the chosen one, the hero's, yep. the hero's journey. Uh, that's, th that's always been sort of a Cliché. very white hero-centric story arc. And... If I say it's kind of aged in any kind of way, and, and you yeah. know, this is something they could have actually done with casting here, but they don't want to do that. You know, they want to make their money. Uh, let me just say this: uh, most of your characters of color uh, sent to slaughter, man. They 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 are sacrifices, and it's funny because it starts out very very light tan and gets darker as it goes along. <laughs> so they, you know, people's the if if you have if you have a drop of color up in you. Prefer to, uh, 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 prepare to lay your life down for all the white characters in this and that is just, hey I'm just saying that that is something that that's a reflection of the times man it's not only a reflection of the time it's a reflection of colonialism because this are this it's us, hundreds of years, traveling to a planet to colonize, colonize it. Ah, yeah. I can't pronounce it. For See, it ain't so easy, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's not it's easy. Uh, to get, you know, their resources. Yeah, and you that's, know, you know, it's yeah. funny that this is a, you know, book about colonialism in yeah, a way. Yeah, that's a book about that. So, yeah, man. So, if you go in there looking for your black heroes to actually, your, no. or your brown heroes to do anything, or your Asian brothers to do something, uh, I'm just going to say. I'm just, going, I'm just telling you, they 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 take them out to pasture, man. So yeah, <laughs> yeah just let, just letting you know. Uh, except for probably Zendaya, you know, but but then get, like I said, then again, she's not a big character here. And also, to be fair, that is something that can very much change in the next chapter. I can see that changing in the next chapter. It changes in the next chapter if they do it. Because yeah. by nature, by nature of where the story, I think I know where it ends by what you told me. By nature of it, yes, they have no option but to have all the brown folks. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's gonna black and brown folks. That's I think it. yeah, they boy they took them. <laughs> yeah, you know why? You know one why? One by one. By, yes. Yeah, but you know, you know, I'm just saying, man, that, that'll probably be better in the next movie, man. It's something that they'll do. I even seen the chat. Some people said that they will inverse that. Uh, to where the power, the power struggle and the power dynamics, they change a little bit. I don't want to say a lot because if I start talking, then we go into spoiler territory. Yeah, exactly. It goes I ain't too much. To spoil yeah, it goes to spoilers, and I really want people to yeah. enjoy this for what it is. Hey, let me put it this way, y'all. If my dumb ass can go watch this movie and not only 
appreciate what I see as far as the scope of this and the beauty of it, but I understand the story, then y'all can too. I, I would say, if I was to rate this, uh, I'd give it a high matinee, man. That's great. Yeah, it's a high That's matinee. That's a really good score. The only thing that brought it down is, listen, if you're going to give me a story this big, and I'm here for two and a half hours, and this is supposed to be epic, you better give me some fucking characters to hang out with that I like. And I, I'm not going to say I hated them, but I was bored by them. Yep. I really wasn't that interested in them, man. You know, except for your boy. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> Aquaman, always cool to hang out with. You saw a Trident, and all of a sudden, he threw one. Yeah, man. Uh, Aquaman's always cool. You know, whenever I was hanging out with him, I was like, all right, man. Yeah, yeah, we need to hang out more, man. You know, but but a high matinee. They, and a high matinee for, for, uh, uh, you know, taking material that they say could not be brought to the screen, that's a lot of praise. Yes, it is. That is, yeah. Almost impossible to shoot in its book form. Yeah, no, I have a, man, there's a a lot of movies. I tell you this, I'm giving this a a high high matinee, you know, and the way I'm praising this, y'all like, Man, you know, why don't you just go full price? Why don't you go better than sex? Well, again, this has some problems for me, but I tell you what, I give it a high matinee, but I have better than sex respect for what they do here. They it says in, a lot. Yeah, they went in here to make something genuine. This is not a this is not a money grab. You know what I think? I think the next movie is gonna pick up where this one end, and when they release it in 4K, when they do, what they all do is one solid five-hour movie. And they should, man. And you know what? This is the the, the cool thing about this because I thought about it after I left the theater. I thought about it hard. I said, man, I I'm gonna go on a limb and say I think that you know this is where the the non-fans and the fans of the book they're gonna unite. Everybody's gonna come out a little bit pleased with something, man. Yeah. I don't think anybody's gonna walk out of here. You cannot walk out. You are you are you know what? You're an asshole. You're an asshole if you walk out of here and say, man, that sucked. You know, because there's, there's so much that went into the artistry of this, man. But there's give gonna, it some credit. Give it some credit, y'all. There's gonna be people that are always gonna say that because they don't know the source, they don't know the history, they don't know what it took to bring this monument to movies. Because it's a monument. You know? Yeah. And there's a lot of love that went into it. I like the way Ace Rock says. I can't see how this is the matinee. Let me go back and rewind this and play this whole review before. <laughs> no, Ace Rock is probably right, messing with me. Right. Yeah, people, go see it, man. And here's the thing. Like, when you describe this story, you describe not even half of the story. Because I'm very possibly seeing that the movie might even start with a flashback explaining a lot of things that this movie I already know didn't explain. Some people, y'all out here trying to... I see what you're doing. What's up? Some people... They trying to squeeze a, 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 a full price out of me. No, no, I no. See what they, you, they, you said what you said. No, you, I see, I see no. what y'all doing. Y'all trying, you trying to trick me. And well, hey, you know, if you got, you got a better than sex respect for it, and then you got a high uh, math. Oh, that math, that math, yeah, that math. They trying to do that math on me. That you know, math. The, the middle gymnastics, man. Well, hey, in the middle, that's a full price, right? No respect is different from a critique. I, exactly. There's a lot of things I've seen that I respect. It's yep. not, a, it's not my rating though. Nice try though. You sneaky son of a Listen, bitch. I haven't seen the movie, and I think that might be what I also come off with. And if I see this all in one big story. Five hour, yeah. I, I might be like, God damn, that was amazing. Yeah, we yeah. said the same thing about Endgame. Like, hey, yeah, we want Infinity War and Endgame all in one. You sneaky sons of bitches. Try to <laughs> hey, I got to give you credit, though, because you even had me thinking about it. Well, you're right. I, I did say that I had a lot of... Wait, 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 wait a minute. No. No, no. I'm still sticking with High Matinee. Uh, 
I wish I could give him more. I really do. But uh, you, you, had, you have earned my respect on this. But I still stay at a high matinee with this. I just think the characters were lacking. But I'm excited for people to go see this. I'm excited for people. I'm excited for you guys to come out of here saying that you loved it to the point where it's a full price. You loved it to where it's a better than sex. Although, you know, I might not like it as much as you do. I love seeing people going to see something that they've been anticipating and enjoying. This is my most anticipated movie of the year. Really? Yeah. This has been because this movie was delayed a whole year. Like, and literally, no, it was delayed. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I'm just, man, it just the, the chat just makes me laugh. Man, Corey Cappen, you know he want to get at that full price. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I better get out of here for y'all changing my mind. Yeah. <laughs> you fuck with me, I'll give it a rental. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think, in other words, that many Dune fans. <laughs> That's a lot of Doom fans, man. A lot of I told you a lot of Dooners out there. Dooners. <laughs> Dooners. So you guys were right. You didn't know me on this one. I'll give it a matinee. Smile, Gurney. I am smiling. The Emperor asks us to bring peace to Arrakis. House Atreides accepts. 